Okay, for many of you, this might be the thing of nightmares. It is for me. But imagine for a moment that you're stood up in front of the dragons trying to persuade Deborah, Stephen or Peter to invest in your business idea. All eyes are on you. Beads of sweat drip down your face and you just know you're blushing. What do you do? Baffle them with loads of numbers in the hope it makes you sound clever? Or is there a different approach? Welcome to the Everyday Storyteller. I'm your host, and most definitely not a dragon, Hilary Salzman. For those of you that watch Dragon's Den, you'll know that the most successful pitches come from a combination of really knowing your figures and the market opportunity and having a great idea that solves a problem no one else has managed to do. But how do you end up in that room in the first place? How do you make sure whatever you have to pitch catches both the hearts and minds of your audience? Well, buckle in people, I'm about to show you how. And don't worry, for many of you, you'll probably never have to pitch in front of investors. But everything I'm going to take you through today is just as important when persuading your customers to buy into you and from you. Or even when trying to get someone on board with a new idea or strategy. Let's get back to those dragons. They're not known for their patience. Okay, so imagine you're the founder of an educational app that helps detect dyslexia in children earlier than any other tests, but you need money to scale your business. What do you do? Pull out all the stops with your fancy PowerPoint skills, loads of slides, graphs, business models, profits and loss. Oh, blimey. Or do you tell a story about someone close to you, your son, your daughter, who struggles through school with undiagnosed dyslexia, causing them to withdraw socially, lose interest in learning, feel depressed? And how, in your lowest moment trying to support them, you realise if only there had been a better way to test for dyslexia, their difficult journey could have been totally prevented. And now all you need to ensure no parent or child goes through the same is funding. And here are all the facts and figures, yada, yada, yada. See, the thing is, we make decisions guided by our heart. And then we look for the logic, the rational to back up how we're feeling. When we hear a story, especially when we can relate our own experiences to that story, it triggers chemical reactions in our brain that create an emotional connection. And it is these connections that guide our next steps. Sometimes it means we act impulsively when that connection is really strong. At the very least, the connection will perk our interest and make us want to learn more. So today... Have a think about how you pitch your business, your ideas, or even what you do at work when talking to other departments. Do you lead with fact or emotion? What stories could you tell to fire up the heart-winning chemicals in the brain of your ideal client? Think about why you do what you do. What realisations have you had along the way that have guided your path? What's the personal reasons for wanting to help your audience solve whatever problem they have? And if you ever find yourself in a room under the watchful glare of Tuka Sullivan, do let me know how you get on. I'll bet you'll have a great story to share one way or another. 
Oh, before I go, I just wanted to let you know about my special How to Write a Story Masterclass running here on the podcast all of next week. It's five episodes designed to help you take the theory of storytelling and put it into action to write your own stories. All the details are in the show notes and you can download a workbook to go alongside the masterclass. Cheers! Cheers!